0: ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? ¿Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura? Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.
1: Tonight, controversy over test books after the curriculum and assessment body found unapproved books. In schools, it's left Naka on the collision course right now with the Ghana Publishers Association. But really, what is the textbook situation in our schools four years on after that curriculum was approved? We'll hear from Nat shortly. Also tonight, details emerge about the exorbitant cost of an ECOWAS led war in Niger. Less than twenty-four hours before military chiefs meet in Accra to draw up a plan
2: of attack the debate must be about the national interest it's not about an ECOWAS decision and it's not about multilateralism it's about whether the intervention serves ghana's national interest
1: meanwhile well, the christian council is set to take its opposition to any military intervention to president akufwado himself
3: our basic agenda is to encourage the president to explore diplomatic and peaceful means and processes to resolve this matter and not go in for the military intervention to start with.
1: And tonight if you're going home, I want you to, to share with me your traffic light situation because you're so many of them dysfunctional in most parts of the capital is heightening the commuter rate, the commuter risk tonight to road crashes as users demand immediate intervention by authorities
4: car used to knock people here. Just last week, there was an accident here. It was very terrible.
5: It's very bad. It's very bad. We beg them they should come and fix the lights.
0: In business, all major oil marketing firms adjust prices of petroleum products by a significant margin
6: on the pumps. And in sports, how to focus to get 25,000 capacity seat stadium soon as board chairman reviews search for a land is already
1: underway. And you want to stay with us because we'll take you into the election headquarters. With just ten days to the MPP Super Delegates Congress, flagbearer aspirant, Doctor Oussefri is crying foul, alleging intimidation and a grand scheme by government to deny payments to contractors perceived to be supporting others rather than established candidates in the party's race to be flagbearer.
7: Those contractors who are not seen to be for this candidate, they are not paid. Yeah, when they've completed their jobs, they're been punished for just for, for supporting that, somebody yeah, exactly. else. It's even worse than between NDC and MP.
1: And you also want to stay with us because later we have climate focus. We'll hear why agriculturalists are advocating a return to indigenous food cultivation.
8: You should hold on to these foods which are based on history, based on your place, that are satisfying to people, that are nutritious and diverse, and then also in line with the environmental context.
1: I want to hear from you 055 11 and We stay with that uh, developing story over the test books following a visit to some of the schools today, unannounced visit by the National Curriculum and assessment agency NACA to be very specific that's the national council for curriculum and assessment and they have been discovering that there are many unapproved books test books in our schools uh and largely related as we've heard from the ghana publishers association to government failure to print all the test books required for schools across the country they have told us on top story a short while ago that only 48 percent of the books have been printed well naka disputes that but the evidence on the ground is schools still are using unapproved test books and naka discovered it for themselves today but let's bring in nat because nat is the ghana national association of teachers the biggest teacher union we have currently they We'll have a clearer picture of what is happening on the ground. I want to bring in uh, right now the uh, leader for Nat who is joining us for a conversation. Uh, right now, we'll also go to parliament and get a, a view there, also because they also tour the country at some point. President of the Ghana National Association of Teachers, Dr. Isaac Ousu, is with me on the telephone line right now. Uh, Dr. Ousu, thanks for your time here on the news night. So tell me, you have teachers across the country. What is the textbook situation? What is the reality?
7: Well, Evans, thank you for having me this evening, and a very good evening to your cherished uh, listeners. Uh, the issues concerning the textbooks, Evans, if you remember, uh, last year we had discussion on the same subject, and for us, if agents or organizations, and institutions will fail to work with their own timelines, this is what we will see because. Since 2019, that we introduced the new curriculum at the primary and kg level. When GES, even GES are responsible for the teachers, not NACA. NACA's job is to approve textbooks. It is one thing approving the textbook, and another thing for the ministry to procure the books that the NACA has approved. As I speak to you, since 2019. The schools are with five test books out of the eight subjects that the children are doing at the primary level.
1: Repeat that again in terms of the numbers you have in the schools.
7: The, the schools are with five textbooks out of the eight subjects that the children are doing in the primary school. Four years after the curriculum was approved? Four. And even the five, it came in pieces. You know, for the past years, we, 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 we've been advocating and been making noise. And if you could remember, even last year, the minister gave the publishers 120 days, claiming that they are producing all the uh, textbooks. As I speak to you now, and we have only five textbooks in our schools. And NACA is going around. You see, the schools are under the authority of the directors. GES headquarters is the one who sends the books to the various directors at the regional level. The regions have stores where they keep these books. If NACA wants the exact number, you don't go to a school and ask the children, Do you have all the books? And they said, Oh, yes, but we, we have decided to shelve some. No teacher has shelved any book. Because we have even told the teachers that, Look, the book, whatever book is that is there, it's for the children. So how can you bring books and then we said, Oh, we are shelving some?
1: So, but. Is it true that some of your teachers are having now to resort to unapproved books just to make up because of the challenge
7: with not having all the books? Well, I am I am unable to confirm. But you see, if you leave, leave baku, certainly somebody will fail it for you. If from day one, one would told the teachers that, look, do away with the old curricula, to, 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 with its old textbooks. Because right after the training, for the one week training, you are going to be given a new curricula plus a new test book. And four years now. So when you when you create a vacuum, certainly somebody some few people will feel it for you. But I'm unable to tell whether uh, it is it is confirmed that people are using illegal books. They they went round. So they, they can they can they, they will be the best for people to tell us.
1: Uh, but I'm curious, um not president, that so this, the children are still writing exams. Um so what, what textbooks are they studying? to write these exams on a yearly basis. What
7: the teachers are using is a resource pack that was given to them uh, during their training since 2019. And there the are five tables that are there. So that is what the teachers, the teachers are using. And you see, currently, currently, those who started with the new curriculum in primary six, they are a JHS now. So currently, we are even waiting to see what kind of exams are these people going to do? What, 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 now that they are, they are going to form three,
1: So, do you have any clarity? I'm just curious. Ha, have you been told when you can get a full compliment? Because there have been assurances in the past, right? I, I wonder if you've been given a new deadline.
7: We are we are here to receive any new deadline. So maybe we'll be grateful if we can get the, to the ministry for them to give us any
1: updates? We'll try. Thank you very much. That's the president of the National Association of Teachers speaking to us about the situation we've been uh, telling you about with the textbooks still. Uh, Dr. Isaac Ebo- Owusu, uh, thank you very much. Let's bring in the ranking member on the Government Assurances Committee. Maybe they will have an answer to that question that uh, Dr. Isaac Owusu, who's the president of the Ghana National Association of Teachers, has asked uh, myself. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Blessed, for your time here on Newsnight.
9: Thank you, Evans Mensah, for having me.
1: You went round, spent some time touring the country to establish the situation with the test books. You finished, you came back to the house, uh, you got a briefing, I believe. Were you giving a time frame at all when all these books will be supplied? Uh,
9: thank you, Evans. Uh, I was uh, listening to uh, the Officer, you just finished uh, interview, that is Dr. Wusu, right? Yes. And uh, in fact, uh, he has he has uh, uh, nailed it. All the things he's told you was what we found on the ground. You know, as a committee, our responsibility is to follow up on promises and assurances uh, made by ministers on the floor of Parliament. You know, members do file questions regarding developments. Uh, challenges in their constituencies. So, in 2021, the, the minister, the responding to a question by an honourable member, made a promise that by uh, 2022 2023, they would have finished uh, distributing textbooks to all the schools across the country. So, based on that, our committee invited the the, the minister last year, somewhere last year uh, to appear before us. So when the minister appeared, we posed a question to him that you made a promise on the floor of parliament that within a year, your ministry was going to, uh, finish the distribution of textbooks to all the schools across the country. Has that promise been fulfilled? Evans, the minister told us was emphatic before us that that finished distributing books textbooks to all the schools across the country. So, as a committee, when you appear before us and say that you are you have been able to uh, uh, implement or deliver your promise, we will we'll do verification. So we decided that we will follow up to some schools, even though we can't have time to tour the entire country. We selected two regions: Greater Accra and uh, Central Region. Evans. Almost all the schools we went. Only five textbooks have been uh, distributed out of the eight. In, in fact, that's
1: exactly what the Nats president also just confirmed. But but let's make progress here. So the reality is what we've just been talking about. NACA itself found a bit of that
9: today. What should happen now? Evans, we, we are currently on break. We are planning to uh, present our report uh, uh, on the floor and debate it. If possible, we invite the minister. You know, in Kenya, somewhere last year we're in Kenya, because we have to let you, the media, must help us to help us let our laws work. When you fail on your promise, when you fail to deliver on your promise as a minister or an appointee, you step down or you are fired. Because you go to Kenya right here, about uh, uh, two years ago, three ministers were fired for failing to deliver on their their their, their, their mandate. Do you understand? So it is are you, about are you time as, are you as a country.
1: Yes, are you I'm listening to you. Are you suggesting the education minister should be fired for
9: this? He should resign or be fired. Because, Evans, one, every ministry you know as a country, ministers present uh, 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 their budget to the finance ministry, and the finance minister comes to parliament to read the budget before the country. You, you know that. So if you have presented your budget and all these things were uh, uh, captured in the budget, that at the end of the year, you, you want to do A, B, C, D. And at the end of the day, if you are not able to do that, where, where is the money? What did you use the, the, the budgetary allocation for? Are well, you getting my point?
1: I, I do. Uh, thank you very much, ranking member uh, on the Government Assurances Committee in Parliament, John Cabana, bless O.T., uh, giving us uh, his thoughts on this after they are told the country also. Uh, hopefully we can get some clarity from the Education Ministry on this matter. The publishers have said uh, that as far as the contract they got is concerned and what was procured is 48% of what the schools actually need. Nat just also says it's five out of the eight test books that have so far been supplied. Let's see if we can get a clearer picture uh, on this uh, very matter. And many of you are joining us with your thoughts, because this is an important subject for you. It relates to the education of your wards. Uh, send me your thoughts, 55 uh, This one has no name, but it says, a professor is toying with your questions. Few textbooks has been provided. These teachers as well uh, know the G. E. S. drug's feat when it comes to procurement. That's why they are reserving some for the future, he explains also um, joel in apollonia says let the world hear it that the jhs has not received one test book as we speak the five test books being mentioned relates to the primary school only not the jhs two side. okay so the junior high schools also have that issue um also i uh, with the thoughts on this uh, particular uh, subject uh, many of you also join us with this uh, this one is, uh, says, uh, some schools have received only two test books, science and creative arts. or hmm, Only God knows what our learners will write. Uh, let's get some clarity now. Uh, Chrisi Kwating uh, speaks for the Education Ministry and joins us now with some clarity on these matters. Mr. Kwating, thanks for your time here on News Night. So, have you procured and supplied all the eight test books that are required? Yes, Evans. Uh,
4: first of all, good evening to you and your listeners uh the Ministry of Education engaged uh publishers to print and distribute textbooks to the various schools. Uh recall that at the business school level there was a review within the curriculum where we introduced the standard basic curriculum and consequently we had to uh print textbooks to compensate with the introduction of the curriculum. Uh, Through our engagement with with the publishers, we resolved that, as of last year's September, all publishers should print the books and distribute them to the various schools. Of course, using the Ghana education service track. So what it essentially meant was that after the printing of the books, the books will then be taken to the regional GES offices for annual distribution to the district offices and, of course, then to the schools. Uh, for instance, you have organizations like USAID who also give us uh, quantities uh, in the amount of 3,742,624 and forty-two six hundred uh, twenty-four Uh You have publishing house like Profquam, you have publishing publishing house like York Press, Afram Pub, uh, NNF Publication, or also they are all local uh, publishers also helping with the printing. So so far as the Ministry of Education is concerned, and of course, I personally uh, went on. I mean, you you guys were there. You joined us to, if you recall, back press around the Thessalon Road where we inspected some books which have been printed and even at that time we also witnessed some distribution of course if we are hearing today that some schools particularly those uh, i have not heard the names of the schools but if you are hearing today that some of the schools have not received their books what probably essentially means is that uh it could be just challenges within the distribution chain which uh quickly uh we have to check and resolve
1: but but uh, you had not right not represents the teachers and they are in the classrooms. Nat precedent is clear that only five of the eight test books have been supplied. And he said even the five in, in, in
4: some which of the school schools. Can we get a school so well, that
1: we well, uh, the, 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 the NAT president is speaking, is giving us a national picture, I assume he didn't mention a, a, a particular school.
4: But he says no, in so, the, schools, so five, the five out of this, eight have been at, supplied. Uh, Evans if we if we are able to identify the school, what it essentially means is that will be able to identify which district it is, and then confirm whether or not, indeed, they have received their distribution. Of course, uh, when it comes to distribution of books, I mean, you have a human interface with it. So, I mean, nobody will run away from the fact that there could be some distributional challenges. Another set of facts. I'm London. I'm London. As I speak with you, you have publishers who have presented their, their, uh, how do you call it? their invoices and their quotations to the ministry and we are working with Get Fund to pay them. Are we suggesting that in some way somehow these are people who they didn't work and they are just coming for their money. You so, talked about, about you talked about publishers. The, you talk about I'm, publishers. I'm listening
1: to you. You talk about publishers. The publishers again. The, you, you also talked about publishers. The publishers, the president of the Ghana Publishers Association was also on the show and he also says only forty eight percent of the textbooks that the schools require were, were procured.
4: Only forty-eight percent
1: of the textbooks required by the schools in this country were procured from them.
4: I am unable to validate such uh, claim. But so far as I'm concerned, uh, the ministry engaged publishers to print core textbooks. And uh, so far as I can confirm, what we the ministry can attest is core textbooks has been printed. Of course, he 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 may not be entirely wrong when he says forty-eight percent. Because if you look at the the courses or the subjects that students uh, ought to do. You have the core courses and, of course, some elective courses, but the ministry engage them with regards to core subjects. So he may not be entirely wrong to 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 make such claims. Yeah, I mean, but so, of course, so, it is something mm-hmm. that I'll have to verify and confirm. So
1: if you say core is what you printed, that's an admission yeah. that we still have challenge right now, challenges with the full complement of textbooks the schools require, either at a basic level junior uh, school level, or the senior high school level?
4: At the end of the day, if you look at, for instance, uh, a level like uh, the uh, SHS level, distribution of books, textbooks has already been distributed. We do not have any peculiar challenge there. At the basic level is where we introduce the uh, new curriculum. That is the standard-based curriculum. And that is where books distribution, I mean, I mean we, we needed some intervention with distribution. Yeah,
1: Mr. Quartin, this is such a major indictment on education ministries, you know, that even as we speak tonight, you are admitting there may be challenges in distribution. Even if you consider it disregard the evidence that NACA itself found today, that schools and head teachers were telling them today on the ground that they don't have the full complement. So the test books as corroborated by the not present and in the and in the classrooms. That is where it matters most. Whether you print and and it or not, if it ends in the classrooms,
4: you have failed. In an SHS conversation. You know no we know we've not introduced any curriculum at the SHS level. So uh, I'm talking the really I'm at the basic level now. I'm,
1: I'm just restraining myself to the basic level because not speaking uh, to that. I'm just but my but question and answer to the basic you, level. Fair deal. Because you changed the curriculum there. As we speak tonight, the evidence on the ground is schools do not have NACA itself found evidence of that today. If you want to disregard what the North president says. That is a massive failure on the part of the education ministry. In fact, the ranking member says... Education are, you, Minister are, you design. Saying,
4: are you saying NACA confirmed that there are no textbooks in the schools? Is that what
1: you are saying? NACA was on the ground today. They visited schools. Head teachers told them they didn't
4: have the full complement of the books. No, I'm asking you a question. No, I'm are just, just asking that, that question. NACA, NACA, just, NACA confirmed just telling you, that there are
1: no textbooks in the schools. I'm just telling you of what course. NACA found. I mean, Mr. Quarting, NACA was in the schools today. They found schools with... Not all the full complement. Head teachers say they don't have the full complement of the books.
4: I think we, we what what you we are doing what you are doing is at the end of the day, we are just keep keep shifting groups. At the end of the day, I have confirmed to you that when it comes to call tesus, the ministry engaged publishers and have printed and have distributed them. But those same because publishers, those same publishers
1: say you only procure forty eight percent and you dis- you say, Well, you say you don't have the information you can't verify that. But that's what they say. Time again those same publishers you are now referring to say you only procured 48
4: percent no but i never said anything differently i'm saying that we engage them to print core textbooks. Mm. i never said anything differently by the way unless they... of course unless, unless of course you you are you are you are claiming that i said that well we engage them to also print uh, elective books and for that matter uh uh the, the the earlier came that I made was invalid. Yeah. I have never made it what I said, what I said was that, as so far as the Ministry of Education is concerned, we engage publishers to print,
1: core textbooks. And Mr. Okay. Kwateng, b- bottom line, final question for parents listening to you right now: the children in school all they need, and the teachers, they need the textbooks. When will they get all the complement of the textbooks in the schools, distributed in the right quantities for them? Come again, for children in schools, the teachers and the parents listening tonight, all they want, they want the test books. All they want are the test books. When will they get the full complement of the test books in the schools, in the right
4: quantities? The ministry can confirm that uh, we've engaged publishers. Publishers have printed test books and distribution has been made. Uh, If there are any challenges with the distribution uh, quickly, we are going to, uh, of course, work together with Ghana Education Service and make sure that uh, the distribution indeed get to the schools that do not have. But I would have been glad that in all these claims that you are making, you would have cited that school A or school B does not have the textbooks. Then we quickly go and resolve it. Well, well, like if a- you, if you, c- can I land respectfully? If you sit on radio and all you do is to sensationalize and make, uh, uh, m-
1: m- Mr. Quarting, Mr. Quarting, you cannot take it there when your own agency and they were on the show a few minutes ago, NACA, says they work under you, went around today. Have you checked with NACA? Have you spoken to them? You are putting a blame on the media when your agency, just a short while ago, was at Belinda, Didi, uh, was at the, uh, the, the Banchetaki One Primary School and found that schools, that school, did not have the full complement. That is the Education Ministry's job. There's no sensationalism here. It is what NACA
4: found. Have you checked with them? Ivan, you are just telling me and giving me an instance. So you don't know. Don't assume that there's sensationalism.
1: Say you don't know. You have just said you don't know some stuff. Say that. I don't assume there's, there's there no, I sensationalism. No,
4: don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think this is fair. Ivan, I don't think this is fair. I asked you earlier that which school, you failed to inform me. You just came back and mention the name of a school. Of course, were you expecting that as a spokesperson for the ministry, I keep about 1,000 or 2,000 schools in my head? Well, what I'm trying sure to make to you is that it's not my job
1: to tell you which schools do not have test books. That's not my job. It's your job if you printed the test books to find out where they are, not mine. Do you understand I that? I can't hear you. Can, can you repeat what you said? I'm saying it is not my job to tell you where the test books are and are not. You print no, the yes, textbook, you spend the taxpayers' money, you must know where they are
4: and whether they are in the schools or not. You disagree with that? It is not your job, but when you make claims and you are put on to assist with the ministry to resolve whatever challenge, you have to verify and validate the claim that you make. Well, Mr. Kwating, we- I have not made
1: any claim. There are three very authoritative voices spoken on this matter. Nat has spoken on this, five out of eight. Publishers, who you gave the contract to, you confirmed that. It said 48% of the books. NACA found today that some of the
4: schools they visited did not have it. That's not my claim, sir. But you, see, but you see, this is something that I did not run away from. I told you that we've distributed textbooks. But if it did, some of the schools have not received their textbooks. It is something that we are going to check within the supply chain and then resolve it. So if and you are going to check, why are you insisting that I should take the responsibility of doing your
1: job by telling you which schools? at all okay well thank you very much that is the spokesperson for the education ministry let me hear from you on this matter it has to do with your children by the way as far as the test books are concerned zero five five one 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 nine nine seven and many of you by the way are getting in touch on this matter Uh, this was i'm a teacher in the volta region i can confirm that we do not have test books we only have science and creative arts test books i teach class one it runs through all the classes. Concerned teacher, he says, into bracket, anonymous. Uh, this one says, uh, I can confirm that we are using unapproved books for the children. We can't go to class and tell stories to children. If not black market in school, would have collapsed by now. was uh, four years till now, uh, only core subjects are printed, he says. It's a shame. Also, this one um, uh, that is uh, Nanai Kwama, bwating in Naluma Center says the education Ministry should, as a matter of urgency uh, make provision for the full complement of the textbooks to all schools. I think it's been long overdue. A few more of your messages after business. And then we'll take you to Niger by the way. Uh, where as you're learning uh, tonight, there is a lot of activity ahead of the security Chiefs meeting tomorrow and details are emerging about the exorbitant costs of this ECOWAS-led war in Niger, if indeed happens. Meanwhile, the Christian Council is set to take its opposition to any military intervention to President Akufado himself.
3: Our basic agenda is to encourage the president to explore diplomatic and peaceful means and processes to resolve this matter and not go in for the military intervention to start with.
0: That's after George, you are faced down with business. What do you have in the headlines, George? Well, Evans, all the major oil marketing firms adjust prices of petroleum products by some significant margin. The palms will be finding out what drove these huge adjustments. And industry prices are going up. What could be the impact on the price levels for goods and services in the coming months? The business news on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business. Alianz Life and Ganapi. Man, I heard there's a new app on the streets that does it all for you. Ah,
5: really? <laughs> How is that possible? Charlie, I also could not believe you too. But I downloaded the app and I'm telling you, I was able to chat with my friends, make video calls, and... Well, talk- we know of many apps that can do that. Oh, let me finish, La. Like, I was also able to listen to the latest songs, play games, and read the latest post news. E, for you? Yeah. And I can send
10: and receive money from the app. <laughs> e. Amazing, no? What's the name of this app? It's called Ayoba. Ayoba. Yeah. Ayoba. Get Ayoba.
11: Your all-in-one app that lets you chat, call, share, play, pay, and listen to music all in one app for everyone. Enjoy Ayoba with MTN and download the Ayoba app today, everywhere you go.
12: Cape Coast and now at the Marina Mall Airport City or call us 0302-764101 764209 or 762792. Visit our website www.kingdomgh.com.
2: No matter your water needs, Syntex has it all. Syntex Tank was first to introduce double layer tank. And now you
4: can have as many layers as you want. Syntex Tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana, and now introduces the customer specs order, which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex Tanks gives you the biggest warranty of 7 years, which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project, or demand, choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank, maximum guarantee. Call 0244 335 168. Kumasi 0505 555 666. Or visit syntexgh.com. Syntex Tank, a hey, strong, a hey, tough. I'm off
10: Mm. <laughs> hey, 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 you hey. 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 hey.
1: hey.
10: hey.
0: Yeah, yeah. s I mean, yeah. on, <laughs> 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 on news night now all the major oil marketing firms have adjusted prices of petroleum products at the pumps by some significant margin some of them have even gone up by more than one Ghana City per liter but what influenced the significance jump? There is more in this report. Goyle, which commands
13: about 18% of the market, is selling a litre of petrol at 13 cities 50 pesos while diesel is going for 13 cities 90 pesos per litre. This represents more than one Ghana CD increase per litre when it comes to the products sold by Goyle. Total Energies has also gone up by some similar margins. However, for Shell, it has been reviewed by just under one CD for both of the products. Star Oil, on the other hand, witnessed smallest margin of increase to sell diesel and petrol at 12 cities' 49 pesos. Based on the price that Joy Business has picked up on the market, all top four players have adjusted prices of their products. These four firms control more than 40% of the market in terms of product supply. Some of them have told Joy Business that the increase was as a result of the increasing prices of crude oil on the international market. Which has been influenced by serious supply challenges. Many are worried about the impact of this development on inflation going forward as it could trigger an increase in transport fares in the coming weeks."
0: And that is the Business text report. Meanwhile, Bank of Ghana sold $20 million to the bulk oil distribution firms to aid imports of petroleum product. However, its rate was going for 11 Ghana cities 34 pesos in terms of each dollar that was auctioned to these bulk or distribution firms now the producer price index for the month of july this year has gone up by some significant margin to reach 32.7 percent now this measures the inflation rate Affirm firm gate prices when it comes to manufacturing firms and industries in the country. Professor Samuel Kobninian is government statistician, and he has been speaking at a news conference in a crowd today. The producer price index for the month of July 2023 stood at
4: 196.3 relative to 194.7 that was recorded for the same time July 2022. Given these two indices, Prices of goods and services between July 2022 and July 2023 have gone up by 32.7%. On a month-on-month basis, a producer price inflation of 0.8% has been recorded for the month of July 2023 relative
2: to 0.6% that was recorded for the month of June 2023.
0: Government statistician Professor Samuel Koblenin. Ex-employees of defunct GN Savings and Loans are appealing for President Akufado's intervention with the institution's license to be restored. They made this call at a news conference in crowd today. Isaac Atasenyako has the rest of the story.
10: At the time of the revocation, the company had close to 5,000 direct and indirect employees, over 1.3 million customers and 300 networked branches across the country. The regulator revoked the license of GN Savings and Loans Company four years ago, stating that the company was insolvent and had breached the Bank of Ghana laws. However, the ex-employees insist a chunk of the liquidity issues was as a result of government failure to To honor monies owed its customers on the adverse effects of the revocation on the livelihoods of ex-employees, the group had this to say. Life after the revocation of GN Lansing has been terrible nightmare for majority of the employees. The coalition also called out the inability of the receiver to salvage the assets of the company as they claim many tangible possessions of the bank have been left to rot. The group believes the Bank of Ghana could have resorted to a more progressive and human-centered approach to remedy the
0: situation isaac atasenyako with that report the 2022 national best farmer nanayao sapon She of affairs has launched an initiative to help that is the rethink to help inspire the youth to embrace agribusiness as a profit-making venture the 2022 national best farmer believes this initiative will help the youth to appreciate the opportunities that the agri sector offers to them
13: The Rethink program is a clarion call urging our youth perceive agriculture and the opportunities along its value chain as more than a traditional vocation, but an avenue of boundless opportunities that is fulfilling and economically rewarding.
10: Advocacy is the heartbeat
13: of change, and through wethink, we seek to amplify the voice of the youth in agriculture. We will engage with policymakers, collaborate with industrial, industry leaders, and catalyze a movement that secures that resources, infrastructure and support necessary for our young agri warriors to flourish.
0: 2022 national best farmer Nana Yao Sapon Sebro the first. Let's turn attention to the stock market. And if you're a shareholder of uh, EcoBank Ghana, it was down by 48 pesos and is not worth 4 Ghana cities, 32 pesos. Benz Oil Palm Plantation was up by 1 Ghana city, 40 pesos, and it's not worth. 15 ghana cities 40 pesos city general also went up by 78 pesos to close at eight ghana city 67 pesos and those are numbers of how some shares fed on the ghana stock exchange today and that's all for business on Newsnight. night hey, you ever buy credits where you get up to 20 percent of your money back before <laughs>
13: Make I tell you about Vodafone's a double promo. See, anytime you the recharge a double, you get up to twenty percent, whether it be short code or your Vodafone cash wallet, or you don't use credit transfer to your number or someone else. And now you be high tech, so you don't use my Vodafone app or any payment app. Ha, a demo, however you de do um, Vodafone go send you up to twenty percent cash back. Ha, a demo, into your Vodafone cash account. We'll reload here. But then he enter. top up your airtime with five Ghana C D or more in Vodafone's a double promo and receive 20% of your money back straight into your Vodafone cash wallet. Recharge and cash out in the Vodafone Air Demo Promotion.
14: Vodafone, further
3: together. Hello? My guy, tonight, what's up? What be the agenda?
14: Boom. We go enter town. Yeah. We go pick level for 1957 bar. <laughs> then we go pre-game for Usu. After we fi enter streets, hit Alibar, Then jam for some other side. Quay. But not necessarily now. That order. last last we would take the last show enter club. More options You know see, you know but today be you the pill. Oh, you know your problem. As I get Express Pay, with all your wallets and cards in one place on Express Pay, you get to chill and casa with no worries. Send money pay bills and transact effortlessly our 247 customer care is always available to assist you download express pay and enjoy life with the option of all options
1: here's a live your news night it's on joy 99.7 FM. now amidst the bustling capital's daily hassle an alarming issue has emerged placing the safety of daily commuters in danger the reliability of one's efficient traffic lights has declined, leaving many key intersections in the state of dysfunction. The disorder has led to chaotic road scenes as vehicles navigate without proper guidance, raising significant concerns about the escalating risk of road traffic accidents. Samuel Mbura, former Safe campaign team, monitored the situation within the capital
5: and reports. Dysfunctional traffic lights have become a concerning problem at key intersections in the capital, leading to chaotic road scenes and an escalating risk of road traffic accidents, at Awushi Ablikuma intersection on the N1 Walker Bush highways, frustrated commuters highlighted the dangers they face due to this issue. It is difficult
4: for us because if you want cross and then there is no police around here, it's difficult. At times, car used to. Knock people here. Just last week there was an accident here. It was very terrible. So we are appealing to you, especially you, you, joy people, the media, so that whatever we will say, I think it will go beyond for the government to also come to our aid. Before you cross one, almost 10 minutes there, and then another 10 minutes before we get one, it. it's, it's very, very worried.
5: In another instance, the Aveno traffic intersection, a crucial road leading. To across business district has been marred by malfunctioning traffic lights drivers like kofi answer expressed disappointment in the negligence by authorities they should come and fix this light if not that they want accident to happen here before they will come and fix it it's very bad it's very bad we beg them they should come and fix the lights this problem extends beyond daily disruptions presenting an unfavorable image of the country's traffic management to visitors. The situation wasn't different at the UPS junction, where drivers have endured dysfunctional traffic lights for over two years. I think there's a traffic light normally to me
13: every CSA maya every wire our life is a threat at times. We've had terrible accidents at this intersection. Our appeal is for authorities to fix the situation for us.
5: This ongoing challenge does not only disrupt the urban flow but also underscores the need for prompt attention and effective solutions to restore safe and efficient traffic management. Reporting for Joy News, Samuel Mbura, Accra. Kwame Kodio
1: Chahine is Director of Regulations, Inspection and Compliance at the National Road Safety Authority, Joins us right now. Thank you sir for your time. Mr. Chahine, You, you issued a directive last year for the urban roads to fix these dysfunctional traffic lights. What's the update on that? Well, thanks so much. I think it's work in progress.
12: Uh, when we issued and gave the, the timeline, they got back to us with uh, feedback on what that's been done and also uh, work that is being done on uh, some of them. As a matter of fact, the feedback was that they acknowledged some of the defects and indicated that they had initiated a, a procurement or contractual process uh, to get them fixed. Between the 60 days given, one uh, well, went back. Some had been fixed and others were uh, part of the lot that they explained uh, had been given on, on contract. I was admitted that between then and now... He, some of the traffic lights that were observed to be non-functional at the time had been fixed, whereas some other new ones have found themselves within the lot. Yeah. So that's what that's what we
1: can report on. Well, what, at must, the what must happen now? Um, today we went round. The, the situation is is pretty. Out so what what should happen now? Because the problem persists. Today we went out, and you should just see, just the number of traffic lights not working, uh, putting all of
12: them Yes, well, happens. we tend to do an audit again and and, and bring him to the attention of the uh, urban roads. But, but even, I would like to encourage, you know, much as we do this, the Department of Urban Roads is a duty bearing institution like the National World Safety Authority. And, and at some point, he has to be speaking on their behalf. In the, in the morning, um, we we'll, we'll want to encourage you to to urge them to come out of their self to try to provide uh, some of these explanations. What they indicated to us as a response to the notice was that some actions have been taken on some of them. In fact, I, if I'm not mistaken, about 54 to 60% of those that were dysfunctional at the time of reporting had been uh, remedied. Nonetheless, between then and now, uh, we get onto the old environment and we observe that a number of them are getting into those conditions again. We will do an audit and bring that to their attention, give them the deadlines again, and hope that uh, we can have some resolution. But it's an ongoing uh, problem. In fact, at the last communication to us, they indicated again that some of the lights um, go off temporarily out of power-related issues, not to suggest that they are permanently dysfunctional. Mm.
1: Well, Kwame kodia Chahini, thank you very much. He is the Director of Regulation, Inspection and Compliance at the National Road Safety Authority. Listen, I want to hear from you. I'm pretty sure you're driving home tonight and you're wondering what's happening to that traffic light on your route. So share with me. I've seen many of you, some some of you actually sharing uh, pictures of your dysfunctional traffic lights. Keep sharing. I will share some with the rest of the world too. Now, the Crescent Council is tonight mobilising to deliver its message of opposition to any military intervention in Niger to President Akufa, do himself. Now, the Christian Council's resolution comes less than 24 hours before Ecowas military chiefs meet in Accra to develop a plan of attack with the objective of restoring democratic rule following the coup that toppled the government of Mohammed bazoum Now, the Council is uh, just the latest group to publicly oppose any form of military intervention. More on that shortly. But first, ahead of the crucial meeting of the Ecowas chiefs of staff in Accra tomorrow, we are learning more about the potential cost of military intervention, as detailed by the ECOWAS Commission President himself. Kofi Ajay, with our data analysis team, uh, joins me with more on this. Kofi, last month, the ECOWAS Commission President, Dr Omar Liu Utuari,
15: briefed the UN Security Council and put out some numbers. What are we looking at? Right, so we understand that the bloc is considering two options. The first is to set up a brigade of 5,000 troops at an annual cost of 2.3 billion US dollars. The second option is the deployment of troops on demand uh, at an annual cost of uh 360 million dollars Evans, and uh, that's the two options currently on the table and
1: that second option is what
15: you're taking right now because Absolutely. we don't have a standby
1: force in that permanent sense mm. and so we are talking about the 360 $60 million. million dollars that translates to 30 million dollars so we are looking
15: at 30 million uh per month uh 7.5 million per week and 1.1 million dollars Per day. Okay. And that's what ECOWAS will have to come up with to finance this. And each country, from what we're learning, will have to
1: feed their own soldiers and provide the equipment, etc., as mm. they go in. So that clearly puts
15: in a picture. Does the defense ministry have the budget for this? Right. So we are looking at the defense ministry whose budget for 2023 is around 3.74 billion Ghana cities that's around 380 million us dollars and we understand that this budget is supposed to be uh, increased uh, by 13 percent in 2024 to 4.23 billion us dollars now if you do the breakdown um, heads of uh, headquarters and agencies alone we are looking around 3.5 billion Ghana cities, construction of forward operations, that's the northern border security, we are spending close to $262 million uh, Ghana cities, defense advisory services, 10 million cities, and ammunitions and other accoutrements around $10.2 million. that's around $1 million uh, okay. for 2023. So
1: there is an line item there that Absolutely. anticipated this, and that suggests that if we have to do this, we have to find the money somewhere to finance our participation in this uh, military action in Niger. Well, author, conflict and security analyst, who also uh, consults uh, on the UN-AU joint planning for AU peace support operations. Colonel Feser Sabwaje uh, says, aside the monetary heddle, Ghana will struggle to come up with the troops needed for a successful military operation in Niger.
2: To go into active combat. Here you need seasoned um, active combat people. What we call the TIF arm, infantry, armor, uh, artillery and so on. I don't think we have the numbers. Forget about what the minister is saying. Or, the Aquas, or Ghana. No, Ghana and know. all the other Equus countries. Because currently, every country is committed. For Ghana, we have commitments to the UN. And the last time I heard the General um, Winfred uh, Jandu speaking, it's close to 3,000, that about. So whatever numbers you read, those 3,000 are not here. And we have this thing that we call... Um, 3,000 under UN operation, let's say, another 3,000 standing by to go and replace them in six months' time. So that commits you to 6,000. Now, the 3,000 who come back home, who return, for welfare reasons, must recuperate and send people end-to-end back to Afghanistan and so on and so forth. We don't have the numbers. Then at home... So even Ghana, we don't have the numbers? I don't think we have. Even in Ghana... We are fighting internal security operations, aren't we? Mm-hmm. So we have commitments in that... You be- the military yes. constantly... Now, if you take your seasoned active officers and men and commit them to Boku, sorry, to Niger, then you are weakening your effort in these internal conflicts. You see what I mean? This is why I said the debate must be about the national interest. It's not about an ECOWAS decision, and it's not about multilateralism. Is about whether the intervention serves Good. Ghana's national... interest.
1: Well, in Ghana, opposition to a military intervention in Niger is growing. Tonight, the Christian Council is mobilizing to deliver its message of opposition uh, to President Akufado himself. Reverend Dr. Sirufayo say "The a general secretary of the Christian Council.
3: Working on pulling our resources together so that we can have a, a meeting with the president to state our position on the matter. So, um, we are going to do that. And uh, this, is, this is a precursor to what we are going to do behind closed doors with the presidency and the government in power. And, and your bill would um, be to either understand what's happening or implore the president
13: to withdraw from a decision he's already taken?
3: Our basic agenda is to encourage the president to explore diplomatic and peaceful means and processes to resolve this matter and not uh, go in for the military intervention to start with. Uh, military intervention can be a very, very last resort.
1: And that's the Christian council's head there, Reverend Fayose.
6: Let's do sports now. Hello, Ms. Bao. Hello, Evans. Well, it's hard to folk. At the end of the news, and the board chairman Tugbe offered the 16th to ease review the club's plans to construct a 25,000-capacity stadium that meets CAF standards for hosting games. Now, uh, Tugbe made this announcement during a recent gathering of the club's stakeholders, and uh, he says that, that the search for a land for the stadium is already underway.
7: That is infrastructure, and we are contractors fulfilling that. After the bookman is done, the only thing we don't have or we not have is a big stadium. CAF requires minimum 25,000 capacity stadium. So that is, after all this, that is the next thing we have to to, to, to do. But I can assure you that the board, as visionary and future-oriented as it is, has always started looking for land for that stadium
6: of course we uh, so you know that Togba himself has been consistently has consistently pursued a transformative vision uh, for the club evident in projects like the Pobie Complex which is uh, nearing completion has already been utilised by the team for pre-season training well uh, the UEFA, UEFA Super Cup final is pretty much uh, is going to be underway in some three minutes from now Manchester City and Sevilla will be playing that game and I'm sure uh, we'll bring you updates of the outcome in our subsequent bulletins there that's it. For sports brought to you by Ps Pepsible and Chaco, Pepsodent, every small
1: And uh, Thank you very much, Ms. Bao. Now, experts believe producing indigenous food crops is more environmentally friendly than commercial agriculture practices since it uses less water and fewer chemical fertilizers and pesticides. Now, these ancient agricultural methods preserve soil biodiversity while nourishing the food that grows. Farmers, experts, and agriculturalists all agree that the moment has come to return to indigenous foods that are rapidly becoming extinct Now, John News Muhammad Nuruddin reports there is a growing effort to encourage farmers to embrace indigenous food cultivation.
14: Indigenous food such as Wasawasa, Tubani, Ngabli, sunquila, and even TZ from Millet are now becoming extinct. This emerging sector potentially build long food chains, leaving the food system dependent on global food imports. As weather patterns change, this has resulted in greater food unavailability in some communities.
8: So this is Poha. We tried it last night in our dinner
14: a study conducted by Dr. Sarah Veselo, assistant professor at the University of Toronto on the impact of globalizing local and urban food systems on food security, calls on local and national decision makers to promote and safeguard indigenous food systems and the biodiversity they protect
8: Where I come from in Canada this has, our food system has been transformed in the name of profit and not to feed people so the only people who can afford food that is nutritious, that is not toxic, that is culturally appropriate, are wealthier people. And all of the industrial foods in the West are considered cheap foods, like KFC is a poor man's food in Canada. We see emergence of the loss of
14: Dr. Veselo wants Canians to hold on to their traditional foods.
8: So I believe that you should hold on to these foods which are based on history, based on your place, that are satisfying to people, that are nutritious and diverse and then also in line with the environmental context.
14: Professor Jasper Abimbia of UDS College of Communication and Media Studies is at the forefront of efforts to ensure that existing policy to improve access to indigenous food is implemented. Because we are almost losing our food culture because everywhere you go, people are interested in what? Maggi. Cooking with Maggi. So you go to the
15: village, if there's no Maggi the woman is not going to cook. And I'm asking, what happens to
14: Dawa This kind of links to the dispossession of people's uh, food culture. Suman Ibrahim, municipal crop officer of the Civil Department of Agriculture, says indigenous foods are essential because they can withstand challenges.
7: We were almost eating everything organic because there were no synthetic uh, chemicals that was applied to our food products. We were not using fertilizer.
14: Muhammad so, Al-Hassan said. A farmer from Samuel feels the same way.
4: All the foods you are talking about, who produces Adua? Is Adwa not a a, a, a a valuable crop? Who, who who is producing it? Everybody's trying to sue a bean.
10: Because somebody is just telling
4: them go there, go there, go there. You understand it? I decided Savaluga, I went to Andu Cherry area. I tried to adopt a village to produce phone. I piloted some at the animals and fields there because the residue, animals will take it and system. I it was successful. But who is going to
14: promote? It? They are not interested. Science is recommend among other things revitalizing local food production system at the household level developing laws to promote and support farmers and promote agro-biodiversity
1: and Mahmoud Mohammed Nruddin with our climate focus report. there interesting indeed by the way that's it for news night tonight but just before I go, guess who is intimidating me right now? She no, isn't my no, boss, yes. but uh, she can be difficult. And guess the topic no. she's guess the topic she's discussing with her guest today. Difficult female bosses: myth or reality? I have I have, I have one female boss, and I've had one before. Okay. The current female. Have one
11: female boss now, and
1: I, I've had one yes yes of course obviously she's my she's my commander-in-chief she isn't that bad she she can be difficult sometimes but not, not that bad and then i had matilda asante who used to be my boss she was lovely she was extremely lovely i mean the loveliest boss i've had in a long long time yes 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 you know. oh sorry i mean I, I unfortunately didn't hear you you're greeting her
11: hello matilda good evening how are you if yes, you're listening yes, yes, to us
1: yes, yes yes so so yes so that that's my experience okay what's yours
11: so you've had a good experience
1: i've had it largely yes
11: um i mean I, I i i don't know it's been mixed some some of some of my former female Um, bosses have been a bit difficult. You know, today I was with um, a few students from GIG and they were even talking about some of their female lecturers Mm. and the fact that they're a little bit extra stern and a a little bit more easily offended Mm. by a lot of the youthful exuberance. Um, So that's just from a student's point of view. But I mean, statistics show that when a woman is in leadership, the company tends to do very well Mm -hmm. because of a woman's natural inclination to attention to detail. I think it was like i'm speaking a lot of english
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're being a boss right now
11: but um you also hear the, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. um and and we we did a poll and so we have a lot of comments people generally don't have good experiences when it comes to female bosses there's a lot of they say a lot of emotions a lot of manipulation a lot of you know just a lot of of things it's not black and white all the time but i mean so so we're going to explore and what it is and then also for pushing for women in, in positions of power then we need to have these conversations so that women know their perceptions that may be hindering them from being able to get into Wow, well, that listen, was a lot of it,
1: it started already. <laughs> it started already. It started already. Stay with them and, and listen to what they have to say. Thank to this. you,
11: Ab-